Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And our Blues Insider from The Athletic is the one and only Jeremy Rutherford. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning. Really good, guys. We always like having you on. And uh, a lot of questions yesterday, and I know that you're, you were working on, and has a story dropped about all of the Blues' dramatic comebacks this year. Yeah, 14 of them, and that's tied with uh, Colorado for the most in the league. And uh, they've been uh, pretty dramatic, as you said, Randy. I mean, who can forget the one against Dallas scoring twice in the final 40 40- Seven seconds. Also, let's not forget about the comeback against Tampa Bay, down 3-0. Who would have thought that uh, you'd be writing a story about a victory after that game, but they come back and tie it and then get the shootout win there. So that's a lot of extra points, and these are so important. You look in Colorado, one last night, so they're up to 55. you got the Blues in Nashville sitting at 51. The only reason the Blues caught them in points is because they came back against the Predators the other night. So every point counts as the old cliche goes. JR, I'm looking forward to reading the piece, but is there any contributing factors to why you think that the Blues are so successful in these come-from-behind victories? I know obviously not getting off to the start that they want is part of it, but why do you think they're having so much success coming from behind? Yeah, Michelle, I think two things, and uh, Braden Shen touched on it, one of them, after the game the other night, is that it's just kind of ingrained in the culture, and he felt that it went back to that 2019 uh, Stanley Cup run uh, where they didn't feel like they were out of games. But more importantly, and something that you can really sink your teeth in instead of just saying, hey, it's in the culture, is the scoring depth. And we've talked about it, the the depth up front with the forwards. Look, the Blues are fifth in the league in goals per game, up over three goals a game. But also, you look and you have so many guys contributing offensively, defensively. And when you look at some of these games, and this is what stuck out to me the most when I was working on this story, was when the Blues come back, and so they're down one nothing, they're down 2 nothing. They don't just score one or two goals and get back in the game and then kind of pond hockey back and forth, 3-3-4-3. They scored five goals, five straight goals when they were trailing four times. They've scored four goals, four straight goals, three times. When they get a goal, they just keep it going. Craig Bruby really felt that uh, that's just the momentum that they grab in the game. A lot of it's happening in the second period. They have the most second period goals in the entire league. You mentioned the 2019 team, and I talked about this yesterday with David Perron, actually. I'll never forget Ryan O'Reilly during those playoffs saying, there's no panic here. It really was something that was a part of their DNA where regardless of circumstances or obstacles, they never freaked out. And this team has that. They have that component as well. Do you think that's something that comes from the veteran guys? Because there's a lot of new pieces on this team that weren't there for that ride in 2019. Or do you think that that's something that the coaching staff and chief specifically preach? Yeah, I think it comes from the, the coaching staff and obviously the few veterans uh, that are left from that team. I mean, there's there's a few of them, but you're right. There are a lot of new parts. And, you know, so new guys come in, Saad, Buchnevich, they're familiar, you know, with what the Blues uh, have done the past couple of years, especially that Stanley Cup run. And like Braden Chen said, they come in and, and they feel part of that, that culture. But I, I do believe that that no panic 
uh, you know, comes from the coaching staff. But also, uh, you know, you look around the lineup. You go out to practice yesterday, and you look at these line combinations with Pavel Buchnevich coming back. You got the Russian line back. You know, they're playing terrific. Braden Shen comes back, and he looks great the other night. Now he's with uh, Perron and, and, and O'Reilly. And then you have Brandon Saad playing with Thomas and Cairo, who've been terrific. Like, if you're down 2 nothing in the second period, why wouldn't you think that you had a chance to come back? How much, JR, of this team's overall culture do you think is a product of Braden Shen being in that room? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think uh, you look at guys like uh, he and, and Ryan O'Reilly, and, and that's why those guys, uh, you know, had kind of been at the forefront and, and wearing the letters, and of course Ryan wearing the C. And you got to add other guys to that with uh, Tarasenko, Perron, so on and so forth. Uh, but Braden Chen, to me, I, I've viewed him as a guy who could have worn the C. Like if they don't make the trade for Ryan O'Reilly, you know, Braden Chen is a guy who can do that, and it's it's a heart and soul guy. It's it's a type of guy that. Blues fans have been watching for years, you know, with the Brian Sutters, the Brendan Shanahan's, just willing to do whatever. Have some skill to score the goals, Randy, but also stick up for a teammate, drop the gloves, play physical. Even if you don't score, you don't fight. You know, maybe he's got four hits in a game and he, he, he uh, contributed that way. Uh, so to me, Braden Shen is that type of guy that you're talking about. Jar, everyone's talking about it. Do we have a goalie <laughs> controversy? I don't think so. I think this is uh, just part of the cycle throughout a long 82-game schedule. You know, Jordan Bennington, like a lot of starters, you know, don't give you that consistent effort that you need all the time. I've said it. I'll say it again. I do think he was playing pretty well uh, before we had that game the other night, six shots, uh, six goals on on 40 shots, and then the squeaker there at the end. Uh, But I think that Billy Husso is playing outstanding. He's battling. He's competing. He's winning. He's making big saves that are allowing you to stay in these games. You look at this article about the comebacks that's out today, and uh, there were a couple games where, you know, if he doesn't make two or three saves in them, then we're not even talking about these game-winning goals that are scored by guys later uh, towards the end of the game. So, Billy Huso, to me, has been terrific. you got three games coming up here, one in Seattle tomorrow night. You know, we don't know what they're going to do yet. They practice today in Seattle. Perhaps Billy Huso gets the nod. And then you got the back-to-back, and I guess they'd split those. So, we'll see what the coaching staff decides to do. To me, it's part of the long season. It happens. Uh, it just has to play itself out. But you have to write it for as long as it lasts. JR, are you intrigued by the changes to the schedule? And the Blues are going to play about a half dozen days in February as COVID makeups. But I'm intrigued to see how Chief and the staff utilize the practice time that they have. And I don't know how much they will have while they have days between the games in February. Yeah, so you'll play your last game on the 29th against Winnipeg. They've moved that Chicago game on the 30th. So if I'm not mistaken, they'll have about 11 days off. I haven't been told the rules at that point. You know, will they get a little break? Will they let the players leave for three or four days? You know, keep in mind, some of these non-Olympic players probably had vacation plans. I realize those can be scratched in a heartbeat. uh, But maybe they do give them a few days off. And then after uh, the 11 days, they're back on the ice. And it's 38 games in the last 79 days. So it's going to be pretty busy. So I would think that... They'd try to give them some rest at that point. We're, we're on, obviously in the dog days here, uh, Randy. But, you know, if you had to put together a list of the top five things, uh, good things that Craig Bruby and his staff have done with this team, I think it's been managing that rest. A lot of coaches do a good job with it, but I think that's one of their uh, great traits. Jerry, it was a special night at Enterprise Center on Monday watching Chris Pronger's number go into the rafters. There isn't a really obvious next guy up that you can look at and say, that's the guy who we think the Blues will retire their number next. If you had to put your money on somebody, though, who do you think it might be? Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, actually, uh, in the press box the other night after the game, Benjamin Hockman of uh, the Post-Dispatch was asking this question, and we were kind of debating it. And, you know, you just don't know who it is. Are the Blues going to win another 
Stanley Cup? And if they do, is it Ryan O'Reilly who shines? Is it is it Jordan Bennington who shines? And, and perhaps, you know, 20 years down the road, we're talking about uh, retiring one of those numbers. It could be, you know, we kept kind of looking to the future and saying, okay, if that player is on this roster, is it a Jordan Cairo? And it's way, way, way too early to start talking about that. You, you know, you're caught up in how he's doing this season. Uh, but I don't think there is a clear-cut guy. Uh, there's not somebody who's uh, no longer playing that you look to and you say, hey, that guy, he's probably in that conversation. I don't think that player is there. So uh, it's, he's probably on the current roster, but it's going to take a lot more success than the Blues have had, I think, to get that done. And, you know, look, Chris Pronger didn't win a Stanley Cup with the St. Louis Blues, and uh, neither did Al McKinnis, neither did Bernie Federico, but those were great, great players who were very well deserving to have that number retired. So it, it takes a lot. Last thing, Jr. Michelle asked earlier for names for a Jordan Cairo fan club, and we got Kairunatics. We got Croutons. The Roo Crew. Croutons. There you go. Uh, what about uh, – you're going to have to build on this. I'm not saying this is the finished product, but, I mean, all the guys call them Roozy. Is there anything that goes with Roozy? The Roozers Boozers? <laughs> that that would fit at Enterprise Center. Yeah, I just yeah. Jr. He's so fun to watch. I was telling Randy that I feel like we want to get in on the ground floor of this. You know, like Justin Bieber has the Believers. We we need some sort of nickname for the people that are are on the ground floor watching Jordan Cairo ascend into the superstar that he is. Well, if he's going to get his number retired in 20 years, like we're talking about, you got to get on on the ground floor. Yeah, I don't know if the Blues are going to get behind the marketing of the boozers, but uh, but <laughs> hey, probably come be- up with something. Jared, we're a beer city. Anheuser Busch could sponsor it. <laughs> yeah. We we well, also you got the guy. Go ahead. We got the Jordan Ayers. Oh, there you go. There you go. He's a Jordan fan. I think the the Jordan. No, that's Jordan Bennington, whose name comes from. Uh, Michael Jordan, not uh, Jordan Cairo. So uh, I'm off on that one. But no, yeah, Jordan Ayers works. Uh, but hey, listen, you're talking about the beer. I was going to say Chris Pronger slamming a beer when he's getting his number retired. So <laughs> you're, right, you're right. You do have to play off the beer town. Yeah. Uh, the, how about the Cobra Kairos? <laughs> I like it. I like it. And another one that I liked is the Cairo Maniacs. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So are you going to do a poll on Twitter here? Those are some Eventually. good ones. Yeah, we should. Maybe we'll crowdsource them at the end of the show, throw it up on Twitter. But 65780, if you have any more suggestions, you still have time to get them in. Perfect. I'll be sure to get on there and vote. <laughs> Thanks, JR. JR, always good to hear your voice. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it, and we recommend everybody, A, get their subscription to The Athletic if they don't already have it, and then B, uh, review and positively review your work because it's always top top shelf, top of the line. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good rest of the week. You too. Thanks. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.